Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Magicasta AI. I'm your host, and today, we have a truly fascinating guest joining us. We'll be diving deep into the world of nihilism with the one and only Maya Stepenberg. Welcome, Maya. Hello and thanks. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. Now, Maya, you've written a book titled Against Nihilism, Nietzsche Meets Dostoevsky. Tell us a little bit about what connects these two great philosophers. It's actually like a labyrinth of concerns. The more you read each of them, the more you realize they would have probably profoundly agreed on practically everything, everything that really matters. Where they begin to diverge is just as irrevocable as a train going down the tracks, there's no turning back at that point. And so, Dostoevsky ultimately chooses to believe, whereas Nietzsche ultimately chooses to reject all legitimacy of faith. There's the liberating allure of criminality, for one, and then there's the existentialist crisis of meaning, then there's the tension between paganism and Christianity, and finally, there's the terrible disease or cultural malaise of nihilism. It's the last issue that remains especially urgent and timely, so it appears in the title of the book. Wow. Yeah, that's quite a heady mix of topics. Now, why do you think nihilism is so urgent for today's world? Nihilism is the number one concern in our world today. Nihilism is the specter of nothingness haunting our society. As I began to teach Dostoevsky and Nietzsche, I could see the rise of the very thing that they both had predicted with such dread, nihilism indeed, in virtually every expression or experience of modern life. That's definitely a thought-provoking observation. But do Dostoevsky and Nietzsche provide a remedy for nihilism? I'd like to add that there is something undeniably hideous about the way the world is turning, something deeply wrong and sick in our failure to inculcate true values, support living institutions, nourish each other in true fellowship. There is so much that is wrong in the world today that no one can fail to recognize it. The question is, can anyone still feel enough love or energy to change it? For the flip side of nihilism is always apathy and despair. The point of reading and thinking alongside Dostoevsky and Nietzsche is that they were anything but apathetic. They cared deeply and passionately about everything they wrote, and that is surely why fresh readers flocked to them generation after generation, Dostoevsky and Nietzsche wrote with a palpable love and energy, and they each proposed vital solutions that demand individual effort, awareness, and spiritual work. Well, Nietzsche once thought he'd provided a remedy to the perils of nihilism. Nietzscheans of every imaginable stripe have not, in fact, moved the world forward, the cataclysms of the 20th century all somehow bear the palimpsest of Nietzsche's signature. Clearly, if neither man's vision has yet succeeded in positively transforming the world, that does not mean it is irrelevant. Oh my, that's quite the perspective. So, Maya, what value lies in reading Dostoevsky and Nietzsche in dialogue? You have two of the greatest minds of the 19th century whose writings still exist, and they seem meant to be read together because they so naturally complement each other's voices and amplify each other's points. My own understanding has been infinitely enhanced by approaching Dostoevsky and Nietzsche in tandem. Nietzsche was the focus of my doctoral dissertation, and Dostoevsky was the focus of the doctoral dissertation of my best friend. Once I started teaching, I thought of combining Dostoevsky and Nietzsche in an original course, and I was immediately struck by the excitement that these two thinkers generated in students when they were presented together, rather than separately. The success of the course from the very beginning told me that there was a book that needed to be written, not only for the benefit of the students but as a tribute to the students' generosity of involvement with both Dostoevsky's and Nietzsche's ideas. 
Since so many student scripts of Dostoevsky and Nietzsche turned out to be so refreshing and delightful, a short list of 10 excerpts is showcased in an appendix to the book. I always tell my students that if I could ever go back in time and talk with anyone from the past, there is no one I could imagine wanting to converse with more than Dostoevsky and Nietzsche. Dostoevsky and Nietzsche could have only talked together in French, by the way, since that was the only language they had in common. Ahaha, uh well, that language barrier would have made for an interesting conversation, I'm sure. Now, in your introduction, you state that in today's world, there are only two choices, Dostoevsky's path or Nietzsche's path. Can you elaborate on that? You know, it's a funny thing, I've noticed in my classes that a lot of young women are drawn to Nietzsche, just as a lot of young men are impressed by Dostoevsky. There's also the factor of religion, those who are comfortable with religious structure often prefer Dostoevsky. Then people who like the idea of rebellion tend to find themselves attracted to Nietzsche. Nietzsche and Dostoevsky are like that, one playing Heraclitus to the other's Parmenides. With this book, I have sought to infect others with my own enthusiasm for Dostoevsky and Nietzsche because I am convinced that they are deeply good for the world and our possibilities of improving it. Whichever one you prefer, there's no doubt that both Nietzsche and Dostoevsky will speak to you, either together or in turn, about all of life's most unanswerable preoccupations and questions. That's absolutely fascinating, Maya. Thank you so much for sharing your insights on nihilism and the profound connection between Dostoevsky and Nietzsche. It's been an incredible conversation. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, thanks for tuning in to this enlightening episode of Magicast today. I am make sure to catch our next episode, where we'll be exploring a whole new world of thought-provoking topics. Until then, stay curious and keep questioning everything.